Second Chronicles chapter 25 Amaziah was 25 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 29 years. His mother's name was Jehoiadan, she was from Jerusalem, and he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, but not wholeheartedly. As soon as the kingdom was firmly in his grasp, Amaziah executed the servants who had murdered his father the king. Yet he did not put their sons to death, but acted according to what is written in the law in the book of Moses, where the Lord commanded, Fathers must not be put to death for their children, and children must not be put to death for their fathers. Each is to die for his own sin. Then Amaziah gathered the people of Judah and assigned them according to their families, to commanders of thousands and of hundreds. And he numbered those twenty years of age or older throughout Judah and Benjamin, and found three hundred thousand chosen men able to serve in the army, bearing the spear and shield. He also hired one thousand mighty warriors from Israel for a hundred talents of silver. But a man of God came to him and said, O king, do not let the army of Israel go with you, for the Lord is not with Israel, not with any of the Ephraimites. Even if you go and fight bravely in battle, God will make you stumble before the enemy, for God has power to help and power to overthrow. Amaziah asked the man of God, What should I do about the hundred talents I have given to the army of Israel? And the man of God replied, The Lord is able to give you much more than this. So Amaziah dismissed the troops who had come to him from Ephraim and sent them home. And they were furious with Judah and returned home in great anger. Amaziah, however, summoned his strength and led his troops to the Valley of Salt, where he struck down ten thousand men of Seir, and the army of Judah also captured ten thousand men alive. They took them to the top of a cliff and threw them down, so that all were dashed to pieces. Meanwhile, the troops that Amaziah had dismissed from battle raided the cities of Judah, from Samaria to Beth Horon. They struck down three thousand people and carried off a great deal of plunder. When Amaziah returned from the slaughter of the Edomites, he brought back the gods of the Syriites, set them up as his own gods, bowed before them, and burned sacrifices to them. Therefore the anger of the Lord burned against Amaziah, and he sent him a prophet who said, Why have you sought this people's gods, which could not deliver them from your hand? While he was still speaking, the king asked, Have we made you the counselor to the king? Stop! Why be struck down? So the prophet stopped, but he said, I know that God has determined to destroy you because you have done this and have not heeded my advice. Then Amaziah, king of Judah, took counsel and sent word to the king of Israel, Jehoash, son of Jehoahaz, the son of Jehu. Come, let us meet face to face, he said. But Jehoash, king of Israel, replied to Amaziah, king of Judah, A thistle in Lebanon sent a message to a cedar in Lebanon, saying, Give your daughter to my son in marriage. Then a wild beast in Lebanon came along and trampled the thistle. You have said, Look, I have defeated Edom, and your heart has become proud and boastful. Now stay at home. Why should you stir up trouble so that you fall, you and Judah with you? But Amaziah would not listen, for this had come from God in order to deliver them into the hand of Jehoash, because they had sought the gods of Edom. So Jehoash king of Israel advanced, and he and Amaziah king of Judah faced each other at Beth Shemesh in Judah. And Judah was routed before Israel, and every man fled to his own home. There at Beth Shemesh, Jehoash king of Israel captured Amaziah, 
king of Judah, the son of Joash, the son of Jehoahaz. Then Jehoash brought him to Jerusalem and broke down the wall of Jerusalem from the Ephraim gate to the corner gate, a section of four hundred cubits. He took all the gold and silver and all the articles found in the house of God with Obed-Edom and in the treasuries of the royal palace, as well as some hostages. Then he returned to Samaria. Amaziah, son of Joash, king of Judah, lived for fifteen years after the death of Jehoash, son of Jehoahaz, king of Israel. As for the rest of the acts of Amaziah, from beginning to end, are they not written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel? From the time that Amaziah turned from following the Lord, a conspiracy was formed against him in Jerusalem, and he fled to Lachish. But men were sent after him to Lachish, and they killed him there. They carried him back on horses and buried him with his fathers in the city of Judah. Chapter 26 All the people of Judah took Isaiah, who was sixteen years old, and made him king in place of his father Amaziah. Isaiah was the one who rebuilt Elah, and restored it to Judah after King Amaziah rested with his fathers. Isaiah was sixteen years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem fifty-two years. His mother's name was Jechaliah. She was from Jerusalem. And he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, just as his father Amaziah had done. He sought God throughout the days of Zechariah, who instructed him in the fear of God. And as long as he sought the Lord, God gave him success. Uzziah went out to wage war against the Philistines, and he tore down the walls of Gath, Jebna, and Ashdod. Then he built cities near Ashdod and among the Philistines. God helped him against the Philistines, against the Arabs living in Gerbaal, and against the Meonites. The Ammonites brought tribute to Uzziah, and his fame spread as far as the border of Egypt, for he had become exceedingly powerful. Uzziah built towers in Jerusalem at the corner gate, the valley gate, and the angle in the wall, and he fortified them. Since he had much livestock in the foothills and in the plain, he built towers in the desert and dug many cisterns. And since he was a lover of the soil, he had farmers and vine dressers in the hill country and in the fertile fields. Uzziah had an army ready for battle that went out to war by assigned divisions, as recorded by Jael the scribe and Messiah, the officer under the direction of Hananiah one of their royal officers. The total number of family leaders of the mighty men of valor was 2,600. Under their authority was an army of 307,500 trained for war, a powerful force to support the king against his enemies. Uzziah supplied the entire army with shields, spears, helmets, armors, bows, and sling stones. And in Jerusalem, he made skillfully designed devices to shoot arrows and catapult large stones from the towers and corners. So his fame spread far and wide, for he was helped tremendously so that he became powerful. But when Isaiah grew powerful, his arrogance led to his own destruction. He was unfaithful to the Lord his God, for he entered the temple of the Lord to burn incense on the altar of incense. Then Azariah, the priest, along with eighty brave priests of the Lord, went in after him. They took their stand against King Uzziah and said, Uzziah, you have no right to offer incense to the Lord. Only the priests, the descendants of Aaron, are consecrated to burn incense. Leave the sanctuary, for you have acted unfaithfully. You will not receive honor from the Lord God. Uzziah, with a censer in his hand to offer incense, was enraged. 
But while he raged against the priests in their presence in the house of the Lord before the altar of incense, leprosy broke out on his forehead. When Azariah the chief priest and all the priests turned to him and saw his leprous forehead, they rushed him out. Indeed, he himself hurried to get out because the Lord had afflicted him. So King Isaiah was a leper until the day of his death. He lived in isolation, leprous and cut off from the house of the Lord, while his son Jotham had charge of the royal palace to govern the people of the land. As for the rest of the acts of Isaiah, from beginning to end, they are recorded by the prophet Isaiah, son of Amos. And Isaiah rested with his fathers and was buried near them in a field of burial that belonged to the kings. For the people said, He was a leper, and his son Jotham reigned in his place. Chapter 27 Jotham was twenty-five years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem sixteen years. His mother's name was Jerisha, daughter of Zadok, and he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, just as his father Isaiah had done. In addition, he did not enter the temple of the Lord, but the people still behaved corruptly. Jotham rebuilt the upper gate of the house of the Lord, and he worked extensively on the wall at the hill of Ophel. He also built cities in the hill country of Judah and fortresses and towers in the forests. Jotham waged war against the king of the Ammonites and defeated them, and that year they gave him a hundred talents of silver, ten thousand cores of wheat, and ten thousand cores of barley. They paid him the same in the second and third years. So Jotham grew powerful because he ordered his ways before the Lord his God. As for the rest of the acts of Jotham, along with all his wars and his ways, they are indeed written in the book of the kings of Israel and Judah. He was twenty-five years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem sixteen years. And Jotham rested with his fathers and was buried in the city of David. And his son Ahaz reigned in his place. Chapter 28 Ahaz was twenty years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem sixteen years. And unlike David his father, he did not do what was right in the eyes of the Lord. Instead, he walked in the ways of the kings of Israel, and even made cast images of the Baals. Moreover, Ahaz burned incense in the valley of Hinnom, and sacrificed his sons in the fire, according to the abominations of the nations that the Lord had driven out before the Israelites. And he sacrificed and burned incense on the high places, on the hills, and under every green tree. So the Lord his God delivered Ahaz into the hand of the king of Aram, who attacked him and took many captives to Damascus. Ahaz was also delivered into the hand of the king of Israel, who struck him with great force. For in one day, Pekah, son of Ramaliah, killed 120,000 valiant men in Judah. This happened because they had forsaken the Lord, the God of their fathers. Zikri, a mighty man of Ephraim, killed Messiah, the son of the king, Azricam, the governor of the palace, and Elkanah, the second to the king. Then the Israelites took twenty thousand captives from their kinsmen, women, sons, and daughters. They also carried off a great deal of plunder and brought it to Samaria. But a prophet of the Lord named Oded was there, and he went out to meet the army that returned to Samaria. Look, he said to them, because of his wrath against Judah, the Lord, the God of your fathers, has delivered them into your hand. But you have slaughtered them in a rage that reaches up to heaven, and now you intend to reduce to slavery the men and women of Judah and Jerusalem. But are you not also guilty before the Lord your God? Now therefore listen to me and return the captives you took from your kinsmen, 
for the fierce anger of the Lord is upon you. Then some of the leaders of the Ephraimites, Azariah son of Jehonanan, Berechiah son of Meshillamoth, Jehizkiah son of Shalom, and Amasa son of Adliah, stood in opposition to those arriving from the war. You must not bring the captives here, they said, for you are proposing to bring guilt upon us from the Lord, and to add to our sins and our guilt, for our guilt is great and fierce anger is upon Israel. So the armed men left the captives and the plunder before the leaders and all the assembly. Then the men who were designated by name arose, took charge of the captives, and provided from the plunder clothing for the naked. They clothed them, gave them sandals and food and drink, anointed their wounds, and put all the feeble on donkeys. So they brought them to Jericho, the city of Palms, to their brothers. Then they returned to Samaria. At that time, King Ahaz sent for help from the king of Assyria. The Edomites had again come and attacked Judah and carried away captives. The Philistines had also raided the cities of the foothills and the Negev of Judah, capturing and occupying Beth Shemesh, Ajalon, and Gedaroth, as well as Soko, Timnah, and Gimzo, with their villages. For the Lord humbled Judah because Ahaz king of Israel had thrown off restraint in Judah and had been most unfaithful to the Lord. Then Tiglath-Pileser, king of Assyria, came to Ahaz but afflicted him rather than strengthening him. Although Ahaz had taken a portion from the house of the Lord, from the royal palace, and from the princes, and had presented it to the king of Assyria, it did not help him. In the time of his distress, King Ahaz became even more unfaithful to the Lord. Since Damascus had defeated him, he sacrificed to their gods and said, Because the gods of the kings of Aram have helped them, I will sacrifice to them that they may help me. But these gods were the downfall of Ahaz and of all Israel. Then Ahaz gathered up the articles of the house of God, cut them into pieces, shut the doors of the house of the Lord, and set up altars of his own on every street corner in Jerusalem. In every city of Judah he built high places to offer incense to other gods, and so he provoked the Lord, the God of his fathers. As for the rest of the acts of Ahaz and all his ways, from beginning to end, they are indeed written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. And Ahaz rested with his fathers and was buried in the city of Jerusalem, but he was not placed in the tombs of the kings of Israel. And his son Hezekiah reigned in his place.